0: Welcome to the Throw It Back Podcast. If you enjoy sports banter with a cold one or hot takes and a nice bourbon, then this is the show for you. I'm your host, Chris, and each week we will dive into the trending sports topics, some betting tips, and give you our enlightening perspective from behind the bar. Come throw one back with us. We got to talk the finals, Jason. You were spot on with your prediction Uh, when I interviewed you, what was that, a month ago? Wow, I was spot on, actually. (laughs) I said the Nuggets (laughs) over the
1: Heat. Holy cow.
0: It was right at the conference finals, right before the conference finals started. It was, uh, I said, Jason, what's your prediction? And you said, I'm going to go with the better players. I'm going to go with Jokic, and Denver's going to beat L.A. And you said, I'm going to go with Miami because Jimmy Butler. And then you said, and Denver's going to hoist it at the end. And now here we are, one day after the finals. and Denver hoisted it at the end. And somehow I'm still broke. I don't know why I didn't take advantage of this
1: and just throw money on that. But yeah.
0: Well, we'll talk about that later in the show. We'll talk about best bets and Jason's oh, yeah. picks. Yeah, and you're gonna want to hear futures. these. yeah. You're gonna have to hear those. You gotta stick around for that. But yeah, it's it was just a a pretty dominant war- run by Denver, 16 and four in the playoffs. Sick. 16 and four. And I know people say, oh, well, they played the eight seed. Well, yeah, they were the one. Oh, they played a seven-seed. Well, this year the West was more bottom-heavy. I think the the seven-seed Lakers were better yeah. than Memphis, and I they agree. were better than Phoenix and other teams in there. I just think the Lakers got it together late. That's why they were the seven-seed. So Denver, I don't discredit the run at all. I think that's just dominance right there.
1: And they took out the Lakers, too, and they took out the teams that they— I mean, hey, they went through, their, they went through the West's best, and— and again you have to give Miami credit my goodness how did they beat the two the, the top two teams to, record wise in the entire NBA mm-hmm. and and actually they dominated the bucks now anybody could say that you know Giannis missed basically three games which let's be real that does make a difference but yeah. to to win three games in Boston especially a game deciding game 7 in Boston Hostile Boston territory.
0: Had Boston had all the momentum to That
1: that that I mean, you cannot discredit them. You got to give them all the credit for that.
0: Yeah, and to go from the play-in <laughs> to the finals.
1: I mean, they were they were one wink away from not even being were, in the playoffs. Yeah, like, what this, were they?
0: There was a picture floating around. They were down by three to the Bulls, like late, a minute left yeah. or two minutes
1: left, and the Bulls <laughs> had the ball. Yeah, I saw that too.
0: It's pretty wild. Uh, Jimmy Butler, I guess his magic kind of ran out. When it got to the finals, he kind of just got outmatched. You
1: could say that. I mean, they they were outmatched. The team was outmatched. And I mean, Hero might have made a big difference. Um, We'll never know. I mean, the dude averaged over 20 points a game. So you take that off the books. I mean, in my opinion, it was lopsided heading in. But then again, I didn't see Miami beating Boston, let alone Milwaukee. So, yeah. So again, credit to their resilience. I still think Spolstrom is probably the best coaching the game and i mean if he doesn't get credit now for taking the eighth seed all the way to the finals and
0: yeah then it only happened one other time right the knicks back in the 90s against the spurs yep i believe larry johnson led yeah it's a great run but as we projected as i projected which i still won a little money but also lost <laughs> more than i could have won more nuggets in five i mean that's kind of what the general assumption was. Most, i think that most was people the, around that <clears> the odds on favorite when you looked at the series bets i think i had it at like plus 165 and six was like plus 200
1: yeah i think you're around right
0: at least on FanDuel at the time i got it and of course they lose game two i cash out then i have to like go and re-put it on five and whatever that's not important (laughs) (laughs) yeah yoke it's it's almost not human the the numbers Effortlessly too. It's, it's a <laughs> triple double,
1: and the man moves at the pace of a
0: glacier. Like yeah. he he looks so slow, but he is
1: so proficient. He's so efficient. He is I, I, anything inside the free throw line, he, it's a gimme for him. Like uh, it's yeah, just a little lob.
0: it's Textbook.
1: And anything outside of the free throw line, he's got that Larry Bird shot where it's behind his head, and the dude is seven feet tall, so you yeah. can't block him. Yeah. Like he's just, I mean, and he's just smart. He's just basketball IQ is off the charts. The dude basically is a guard when he's outside on the top of the key because of his passing ability. He can see things before they happen. The dude, hey, he's he's the man. He may not look pretty when he does it, but
0: <laughs> that box score just piles he up. fills it. Fills it up. Yeah, averaging a triple-double in the postseason.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not bad at all. Oh, man. But you look at guys like the Heat have, the undrafted players. Respect. Kind of like Max Struess and... <laughs> Duncan, Robinson, Gabe, Vincent, all these guys came out of nowhere. Like I said, goes to the top, bro. Spolstrom. Just uh,
1: make, changing game plans up after game one. Uh, uh, put Love in the starting lineup, and a lot of things changed. They got bigger. I've always um, liked
0: Kevin Love, too.
1: Uh heck of a player, actually. Yeah. Uh, a dude who's dangerous inside and outside. I always liked him, too. Yeah. But, um, but like I said, goes back to Spolstrom. I, I, I think he's the best, um, and... I think he proved it this playoffs.
0: I think uh, as a Pels fan, I've thrown this out there. I'm like, what do we have to do to get Bam out of Bio down here? (laughs) Because just watching him, did you see that steal he had? Yeah. And he runs the floor and he's down the floor in four or five steps. I'm like, man, to have your your big doing that. Yeah. I'm like, if they they could really have something cooking down there, they got to. I mean, Kyle one, Lowry's I getting I think they're old. one
1: player away. Yeah, you need Lowry's, a star. Lowry's up there. Um, Hero coming back will be big, but I think need they a need a star player. I think they need a shooter because I don't think Jimmy Butler's a shooter. He's not. He's, I mean, his three point percentage, of not course, consistent. in the playoffs is ridiculous, but like before that, I mean, uh, not what you need from your shooting guard.
0: Yeah, no. But he did everything he could, and I think if the Heat had won, Spolstra goes down as arguably. One of the greatest coaches of all time. He, he's already like kind of up there.
1: Well, he's been to six.
0: Yeah. He's I been mean, to like, six. no one even talks had, about that. I know he like, had LeBron. He had the super team back then. But you but still, it's still like need to lead him. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. So I, I credit Spolster for that as well. Uh, we got to talk college baseball, Jason. I know you're not as big of a college baseball fan as I am. Well, let's pump the brakes on that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I respect the game. First of all, I'm a big baseball fan in general, but my attention span is more towards, is directed towards the MLB. I'm a big, big Major League Baseball fan. I know that's fairly foreign in the parts of the world that I live in, but... (laughs) Uh, I am a big baseball fan, so there, for that reason alone, I do like college baseball. I'm just not up to date on it as yeah. much as you are. You, so, you have been following, so
0: for you I need listening- a beer. I need a beer, so why don't you blabber <laughs> about what you want to talk about? This is why the podcast is called Throw It Back, <laughs> as Jason's throwing it back, literally. So for you listening, we are just outside of New Orleans, Louisiana. I don't know where you are right now, but uh, it's Super Regionals. Well, not Super Regionals anymore. Super Regionals just concluded at the time of this podcast as of last night. So now we got Omaha. And it's Omaha! it's the best time. It's like Christmas for college baseball, man. I mean, it's the best time. Well, really, like regional weekends, Super Regional weekend. <laughs> They're both really fun, really competitive. And my school, University of Southern Mississippi, sadly had their season come to an end last night. I do have to shout them out, though, because Coach Scott Berry led them to. 7 straight 41 seasons and back-to-back supers 7 straight regionals. So, congrats on a great career, coach, if you're listening. Now, LSU, the home team down here in Louisiana, will face off against the team that beat Southern Miss Tennessee, and Tennessee throws straight gas. Yeah, that's When okay. you got a guy that comes in and his first 3 pitches are 100, 100, 102, fire. It's like I <laughs> I don't know how you're going to hit that. So, I think LSU top to bottom is more talented. Uh, you've seen Paul Skeen's pitch, right? The All-American. Uh, he's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to
1: be a top five player in the he, He's projected...
0: <clears throat> the last draft I looked at, he's projected to go two. He might go, he might go one, though.
1: That, that, that would not be a bad pick.
0: And him... and You he, he got two finalists for the Golden Spikes Award on the same team. You got Dylan Cruz and... Paul Skeen's both playing for LSU. I forget the third player who's nominated for Golden Spikes Award, but that says something. Yeah. That those two guys are on the same yeah. team. And there's a reason why LSU was so highly ranked all year. They finished with the number one offense in the SEC, the Tigers.
1: I mean, think about that. When you got that offense and that just, just yeah. I mean, with college, I mean, you're going three games, but if you just have one dominant pitcher, that can take you yeah that that can that can put you through a round or two and, and that's
0: why they are they are where they're at and we talked about this today at Launch me and my uncle we were saying how without skeens LSU might be a 35 win team a good team but
1: yeah good solid good, but good not good team but not dominant because yeah. they
0: can dominate with him in the hill because that's last year last year they struggled pitching and that's how you know how they ended up getting bounced in the regionals this year skeens is a beast but behind him Toward the end of the season, they lost to Mississippi State. Mississippi State was the worst team in the SEC. They lost to <laughs> Auburn. Auburn was not that good.
1: They didn't go into the
0: playoffs yeah.
1: with a head of they steam. Were,
0: they were losing steam. Now people are saying, well, they're hot again. They blow through their regional. They blow. Kentucky, the first game in the Super was 14-0. And then they beat them. I think it was 8-3 eight, eight to three the other night. So they easily handle Kentucky. Easily handle the regional. So now it's like they're, they got a lot of momentum. They're going to be a tough out, the LSU Tigers. But I look at a team like Wake Forest, who <laughs> just beat Bama 22 to 5 to close out their super, and they were the number one overall seed. Can, in your opinion, Jason, can a team like LSU, who's, you know, stacked offensively but might not have the best bullpen, keep up with a Wake Forest? who's just on a tear right now, can they beat him like two out of three times? That's my question.
1: Of course they can, but it's going to come down to that starting pitching. Because like you said, if the bullpen is not their strength, then you need your horses to go long innings. And I want to say that LSU pitcher just a week or so ago, in one game, I want to say a complete game, he threw 120 plus pitches. Yeah, over 120. And I think the most impressive thing about that entire outing was the fact that I think his last pitch still reached triple digits. Yeah. Which is, that's that's just
0: ridiculous. That's ridiculous. College pitchers, for you listening out there, college pitchers aren't supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not supposed to go nine innings and still be throwing 100 miles an hour in the ninth inning. Like, that's just not realistic. It doesn't happen in the major leagues because
1: coaches are so nervous about wearing their,
0: their players' yeah, arm it. Yeah. And then you look at a team like TCU, the Horn Frogs, they went into Arkansas, and one of the one of the scores was twenty to five. Ouch. Arkansas was a national seed, <laughs> like not anymore. And then TCU had the benefit of hosting their super because Indiana State, who was in there hosting a regional, had some Special Olympics event or something. Hotel problem. So they had to travel <laughs> to TCU. So TCU had the home court advantage there, home field Not advantage. Not a big fan of how that played out. Yeah, it's, it's like it kind of sucks. The little guys up in Indiana State, I was kind of pulling for them to host because that would have been their first super host in school history. But TCU, man, that's another hot, dark horse team. I told you, I that's my pick. I know. I, I got to bet on them to win it all. I got it at <clears throat> plus 900, plus 920. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they did because Ole Miss last year, one of the last four in. And what happened? They got hot. They hey, beat, man, like, look at the NBA that we just through. talked about. They, yeah, they rolled through the Super. They the rolled through yeah. the College World Series. They won it all as one of the last four in. TCU was not a last four in team, but I think they their first they're, game They're is definitely against, undervalued. Yeah, their first game is against Oral Roberts, the other Golden Eagles. Oral Roberts. Credit Oral Roberts. First four seed to make it to the College World Series in 10 years didn't know that yeah Stony Brook was the last one LSU fans know that name I don't Stony Brook knocked out LSU (laughs) back in the day in the Supers to get to the College World Series so that's good for them I think their luck runs out now I think now you gotta looking at this bracket you're messed up with TCU first game if they somehow win that one they get a date with the winner of Florida-Virginia yeah (laughs) and Florida's another tough one man number two national seed for a reason strong bullpen strong strong bullpen they got a guy that transferred from Southern Miss named Hurston Waldrop. Shout out to Hurston Waldrop. Great player. Hell of a pitcher. And then Stanford, too. They got the guy that threw, what did he throw, 130, 136 oh. the other night? Uh, no, it was like 150 or something. It oh, was, 156. Yeah, yeah, it was 156. It's,
1: like it's something just you, don't, you, you'll, you might never see again.
0: Yeah, I just, I look at that. Yeah, here it is. 16 strikeouts, one walk. 156 pitches, nine <laughs> innings.
1: I I promise. I promise. Only the
0: I, one walk. Yeah, that's actually. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> he had three earned runs. But I Whoa. make a
1: promise that you will never see that stat line in the major leagues. No coach. I don't care if he's on the verge of a perfect game. And is he's at pitch number 155, going to 156? It's it's, no coach is going to leave him in. I'm yeah, sorry. They it's just get on.
0: Major league pitchers get up to about a hundred, and then they kind of usually. Like, right, I mean,
1: it also depends on the guy. I mean, if, it, if you don't if, see a lot of complete games these no, days, no, nothing like ten to twenty years ago, or even before that. I mean, the pitch count is so it's so sensitive now. It's actually, it's to me, I think these guys can go deeper, but who am I to say?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So speaking, they're protecting their investment. I understand <laughs> it, but come on. Speaking of major leagues, we're currently watching. The Mets blow it against the Yankees uh, <laughs> because it's the Mets. Uh, sorry, I mean, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Sorry if you're a Mets fan. I'm a Braves fan, so chop the hell on. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> but the Mets were up in this game, 4-1. to one. It is now 7-6, Yankees, at the time of this recording. And But there's two on here. Two on with no outs. Bottom no eight.
1: outs. I mean, something could happen So here. Something
0: could happen here. This is a live reaction. Wow, we're doing a live commentary of this game here. This is not sponsored. <laughs> Anyway, but you, you, we gotta talk a little MLB here. Like your Brewers are sitting two games over five hundred. How how confident are you?
1: Not <laughs> I'm sorry, man. We just got swept by quite possibly the worst team in the history of the major leagues. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna take a little sip Was it of my Oakland?
0: Beer. Sure. Who
1: was who was It was it? Oakland, you ass. Yes. Jeez. Hey, should we how about we just talk about each game for like twenty minutes each? <laughs> like. Oakland's Oakland's
0: pretty bad. They took two or three from the Braves, though, so
1: I, I mean, been, I get it. Have you been penciled this in and waiting to, to to talk your smack?
0: Like No, I wrote down my notes here. It says baseball, Braves <laughs> slash Brewers. <laughs> OK, well,
1: uh, I'm sure no one wants to hear the, about the Brewers, so I'll just bring this up really quickly. They're in a probably the worst division of baseball, so that gives them a chance. This is true. But it's. Like most teams, it's going to come down to the trade line. <clears throat> Excuse me. The trade uh, deadline. deadline.
0: And, when is that? Uh,
1: usually July. Um, it's sometime after the all-star break. That's when teams kind of figure out whether or you figure out whether you're going for it or you're just going to, you know, play for next year and grab some prospects. So the Brewers, there's some rumors floating around that they might trade Burns, their top pitcher. I'm hoping that's not the case. And if we do, we better get a haul back for it. But I don't know. I'm 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 i tell you what. I'm actually confident. I still think they'll win to the division, but to go any further, they just, they can't hit crap. They just, they just, their batting is
0: abysmal. It's embarrassing. Well, they're five, 500 in the last 10 and five and five, They but they have lost four in a row. Thanks. The brewer, I'm just, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> Jason is from Wisconsin originally. I this am from true. here. I'm from just outside New Orleans. Jason's from Kenosha. Correct. Lived in Milwaukee for a bit, so diehard Brewers, Packers, and Milwaukee Bucks fan here. That's why we have a lot of different perspectives going on.
1: In defense of the Southern town that I now reside in, I am an adopted Saints fan. I was behind hey. I was behind the bar when the Saints uh opened reopened the dome, which I that's one that's something I'll never forget. I was also behind the bar. On bourbon street when they won the super bowl so those are two probably two Incredible. of the top five sports moments i've ever been a part of and two of them happen to be down here so again adopted fan i
0: root for the saints just not when they're playing against my team <laughs> yeah and that'll be fun this year we'll talk about that later on or at a or at a future time for sure but sticking with baseball it's like you look at these standings as i predicted <laughs> it's uh the Braves division to lose yet again. It is. It is. <laughs> the Mets are sitting at four games under five hundred. That's just that's th- with that with I mean, that roster. That I'm sorry that you is did sad. lose. You don't have Degrom anymore. Sadly, Degrom's not going to be the same player ever again. But like Scherzer, you got Scherzer. But yeah, looking at the roster, I mean it's most of the same bats from last year.
1: It's, they they are, right now, them and the San Diego Padres are easily the two most uh,
0: underachieving teams. Yeah. San Diego, same record, 31 to 34. Yeah. They're on paper, on paper, really good.
1: Well, uh, look at their salaries too. I want (laughs) to say they're two of the top three, if not five salaries. So, these are the teams that you know. When you're not doing so good, come the trade deadline, they might blow it up and just sell, sell, sell. We'll see. I mean, anything can happen. But yeah, I we'll see. I just right now, I have more confidence in in the San Diego than I do in the Mets. The Mets just look lost. They just they they look done.
0: Well, San Diego is nine and a half at the time of this recording. Nine and a half back of Arizona in their division. Speaking Some of we'll Arizona, see.
1: I'm sorry, that needs to be brought up because I don't know if you're looking at the standings, but right now, yeah. <laughs> the number one team in the National League are the Arizona Diamondbacks.
0: No one expected that. Had you told me that two months I, ago and you would have said, hey, mid-June, uh, let's, number one team is going to be Arizona. Let's put a bet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a chance in hell. We'll talk about bets later on. Um, we have to actually, yeah, we're going to we're gonna talk about our best bets here. Jason is he's a good player baseball futures guy i'll give jason a lot of credit here even though most of his bets <laughs> lately haven't been the greatest of bets uh, i know we, you hit on the nuggets one of the series and stuff like that but jason i what was it two years ago or last year you went like eight and two in your futures or nine and one in your futures. it was
1: i had a good futures my biggest one was pool holes hitting uh hitting oh six hundred seven hundred no, seven 600
0: 700 no 600 600 ah he's gone now i forgot but yeah So, Jason, do you have any picks for us today? Your best bets, your futures. I know you got Corbin Carroll leading the. I had him steals. I had him leading the league of steals just because of his
1: projected sprint speed, and that's 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 he's fast. That's that's uh, cybermetrics, all that crap. Uh, I don't want to get into that at the moment, but um, but I will say this: he is a shoe in. To win the NL Rookie of the Year. He has to get injured in, forward, in order for him to lose. Yeah. He is on pace right now. I want to say we're probably a little over a third of the season. And he's got 13 home runs and 19, I believe, 19 steals. So he's basically on pace for over 30 home runs and over 50 steals. It's I, mean, I mean, if you think about that, that's historic, not just for a rookie, but for, like, like he's he, he could win the MVP like he's hitting over 300 his obp is nearly 400 this guy is this is his first year like this this guy is he's not talked about he needs to be he's a stud and he is the future of what i call the baby snakes arizona they got a
0: young team they're fun
1: to watch That's that's the team to watch man but yeah
0: yeah Yeah. arizona's tough uh I don't know much about the kid honestly I'm gonna be honest with you but I know he's definitely on track to win It's yeah. his to lose It's his to lose for sure it's it's like last year how it was <laughs> it was two Braves players it was Strider, Strider and Harris. Michael Harris and they were running away with it it was like yeah. they, it, no one was going to catch them for rookie of the year and then If Her- Harris if, ended I'm up winning s-
1: I'm sorry if Strider didn't get hurt at the end I really think he would have won it
0: he would have won, won it for sure Speaking of Harris, I mean, this is your team, but he's slumping right now. He's a slump. Yeah. He's, he's hitting he's, under 200. Yeah. He's slump. He, he did kind of redeem, redeem hit under 200. <laughs> he, he is kind of redeemed himself. He hit a big Homer in a game recently, but wow. He he must be on his way back then. Yeah. Right? He, uh, he plays great defense. <laughs> wow. Way to pull that one out of your ass. He plays great defense, man, out there in center field. We, we need him out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But Ozzy Albies is like the man. I don't know if you've seen his numbers lately. Uh, the team is stacked. We
1: all know that. Yeah,
0: they are. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway. I'll take a drink. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Hey, speaking of so, shots, we speak- haven't done a shots. <laughs> still, still recording. All right. We could. If they we can want.
1: hear us take shots. Yeah, yeah, it's called it back.
0: It's, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it is called that. Anyway, <laughs> we have to talk about <laughs> any other futures you have. I mean, yeah, but the thing about future is you bet them before the season. Well, what was some other ones? you I know we had the Giants under. How are we <clears> looking <throat> on the Giants under? Technically, right now, the Giants are over 500. But
1: two things I see, I foresee happening. One is they got a difficult schedule coming up. So I think they will be under 500 come the all-star break. And looking forward to the, to the uh, trade deadline, they got a lot of guys on one-year salaries. And I just think because of Arizona, because of San Diego, who I who I project to be in front of them by the by the trade deadline, and because of the Dodgers, I don't think they're going to be in the playoff race. So I think they're going to dump. I think they're going to sell their players. They got a couple of guys that they want to bring up prospect-wise, maybe give them a look, cup of coffee in the major leagues. Um, I just think they're going to sell. I think they're going to sell Peterson, maybe a pitcher or two. Jock, big yeah. bat, Jock yeah. Peterson. I mean, this is his last year in the contract. Like I said, I, there's a lot of guys on one-year deals. I think Yaz is... A one-year deal, center fielder. I just, I think that, that's my predictions. I, that was my big one heading into the season. I got to be honest. I thought they would be a lot worse right now. Yeah,
0: they're sitting two games over 500 right now. They're
1: playing well, i but I think they're playing above their heads. I think they're doing better than what their actual team yeah is. So, yeah. I got them going under. Um, I, I did project um, Arizona to be over 74 wins. Which I think that's a pretty pretty good that's lock right uh, now. Yeah,
0: you, you good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless they just absolutely, they would
1: have to tank. fall off They're the like planets. fifteen
0: over five hundred. Yeah, they're they're right the now. number
1: one team in the NL.
0: <laughs> yeah, they got forty one wins already.
1: Yeah, they're they're streaking. So man. and they I think I like them, man. Fine. They're fun to watch. So and they run a lot too. Like I said, fun to watch. So uh, the other ones I had were uh, the Brewers um, to finish first or second. Um, like I said, that division is just trash so <laughs> it's not the <laughs> coin best coin flip it was kind in my of like opinion. that
0: last year though the same it was it wasn't as bad it wasn't it was, as bad was because tight... st louis was good like the yeah. cardinals
1: were good and now they are, they're they're like it was a tight like 10 race games under 500
0: it was a tight race last year yeah st louis is actually at the time of this 13 games under 500 wow. 27 and 40 oh. two and eight in their last 10 they're riding i a three didn't game. even know they good. were that bad that's sad yeah Jesus. and then you got the Cubs. Yeah,
1: bringing up the rear. You got the Cubs.
0: Nine so the Reds under. And the
1: Pirates and the Brewers and the Pirates. Red right? three
0: under. Brewers are two over. Pirates are four over. So it's going to come down to the Pirates and your Brewers here at the end. The Pirates will not sustain. I really yeah. do think the Brewers will will hold on. It'll be an interesting race. I, Like I said, the NL East, you could mark it in your book right now. It's a lock. I, no one is catching the Braves. I, I'd be surprised if someone did. But then again, I mean, Philly, the,
1: the, Philly was the last wild card, they, and they went to the World Series they went to the last World year. Series, dude. so
0: I gotta give them credit for last year. But like Washington, twelve under five hundred, they ain't catching the Mets. are, yeah, they're the Mets. You know, it's like they're not. God, they just love to disappoint. <laughs> they are. They're just Philly. That. Philly might get hot at, at a weird time, like they did last year. Miami's sitting seven over five hundred, which is a pleasant, Miami is a su- pleasant surprise because they were pretty bad last year. Man, I didn't know the AL East. <laughs> Boston is 33 and 34 right now.
1: And I want to say they're in last wow. place, right? Yeah. But that is impressive, knowing that the last place team is just one under 500. That's how good that that division is. That, yeah. How about the Rays, Tampa Bay? The Rays. The Rays own it. Um,
0: Twenty-seven, um, 27 theirs, over 500. Yeah, it's
1: there's to lose. Um, I don't see Baltimore catching them. The Yankees. They got their injuries. I don't see that happening. I think. I think the Rays will win the division, but I also could see two of those teams becoming or two other teams becoming the wild cards, representing um, <clears throat> the AL.
0: Yeah, the AL. They'll be interesting for sure. Like, you look at the Rangers. Rangers are studs, Can they man. keep up the offensive firepower they've had? You know, you got no DeGrom now. That's you still got a, that's a good shame. Good pitching staff. That's, but, yeah, what happened to Jacob DeGrom, it's sad because you could see the emotion in the post-game or the post-press conference after they I'll announced it. I'll be
1: honest, it. I'd never seen an interview with him before, so I didn't know... He was a guy who always pissed me off because of his talent and all the times he'd get injured. It was like so frustrating from a person who respects
0: and appreciates the game. Like I just like watching him. He's so dominant. They talked about him recently saying he could have been like oh. one of the greatest. Well, I mean he technically thirty five now. If you
1: look at his stats, he technically is
0: one of the greatest.
1: Yes, he really is. His whip uh one during one season which he got Wasn't injured it was under
0: one. It was like it was 91. like point six. <laughs> yes, <it's insane.
1: laughs> it was sick.
0: That's insane. Yeah, Jacob DeGrom, man, uh, 35 years old. I don't know if he's going to come back. Well, because that's, he's talking, I, he's going to be out all next year it's, now?
1: It's it's probably, I mean, if he's lucky, he might sneak into the playoffs. But, I mean, if I'm a manager, I'd be so nervous of playing him. But he did, okay, so so he did sign, I want to say, a five-year deal in the offseason. So, I don't think his career is over. I just don't know if it's going to be where we all remember it.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's 34 right now, but still, like at the time, his whip <laughs> is, for the 2023 is 0.76. That's just stupid. He only played in not he didn't play in that many games. No, five games. Yeah, but look at look at the, so, look
1: at the seasons before. Look at the just the whip alone is just off the charts.
0: It's it's career 1652 strikeouts. Yeah, he's got the numbers, man. He really does. I he's mean, he's got the numbers. If he doesn't pitch again, walls. I
1: still think he goes in the hall. The problem is, it's just he's just not reliable, and it's it's too bad, dude. I mean, we could say this about a lot of players. Like, just if not for the injuries, what could their career have been? Yeah. I mean, Bo Jackson in
0: football or yeah, baseball, to be yeah. honest. I mean, you could go. It's a, we could, We're gonna have to talk about that next week. We're gonna have to make a whole segment on that. I'm down. So, Jason, we you know we both bartend obviously you're in the city you're on Bourbon Street for those of you that don't know correct at I'm not even going to say the name. <laughs> do, I, mean, I don't mind. The, do hey, mind it's a plug for me. It's right, Razoo <laughs> Bar and Patio. Okay. And,
1: and actually a, a personal plug. Uh, starting this weekend, we'll, we will be starting three for one during the weekends for our locals. Hey, hey
0: shout out to Razoo on Bourbon Street. Three for one. To Come Josh on face. and
1: see us. We got <laughs> triple shot drinks for the price of single shots. Three beers for the price of one. Take advantage of it. Happy hour all day, Friday through Sunday. Razoo. <laughs> we're,
0: we're doing free advertisement for Razoo right now. Uh I'll Anyway, like, because they never get enough volume, you know, <laughs> it's like the highest volume club on Bourbon Street. Jesus. Anyway, I've bartended in restaurants predominantly, but different settings like fine dining. You know, we did Andrea's with the music, the live music. That was a whole different setting. I did a Itali- different yes. Did other Italian places. I did other restaurants. Now we're both at Paris Line and Old Metairie, and it's a totally different vibe, but I still like we still get some of the same vibes like (laughs) this segment we're gonna call this don't be that guy i have one there was an event we did like a month ago maybe a couple months ago whatever and some surprise party and everybody's having a good time you know drink a beer whatever it's hot and there's just one guy that's just so loud (laughs) and he was just like the one of those like when somebody made a joke, you'd be like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> like, like, but like, he had to be heard. Yeah. He had to be heard. He had heard. to let you know that he was laughing. <laughs> no matter what, had to be heard. So I'm thinking, I'm like, what is up with this guy? Like, and I'm behind the bar upstairs. I'm on the bar. Like I could hear that guy like over everyone. <laughs> like when he's telling a story, he's like hitting the guy next to him. Like, Hey, Hey, hey come on. Yeah. Hey, come on, He, man, come he on. has to be that guy. And I'm like, all right. And what sucked was his wife, like, Kept com- it was it was kind of open bar, and then the open bar went out, out after some okay, time. Okay, so I'm curious about the wife. Was the wife... She was cool as hell. Cool as shit. She even helped, like... But when she, I was, did she try to rein him in, no, at least? not at all. Oh, so she like, let him go. Oh. She said, this wild stallion like, this is just going to run into the pasture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. yeah, it's like, I'm walking around, like, picking up glassware, picking up stuff. And she's, like, handing me stuff. She's, like, picking up trash. I'm like, no, 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 you don't do that. She so she's was a that sweetheart. kind of person. Right. And she said, yeah, she worked in the service industry growing up, all this. So gotcha. I'm like, ultimate respect, love her, and she was so chill, too husband not so much just (laughs) sitting back like taking up all the space you know like that i'm like all right this guy like just don't be that guy and i'm an active tiktok user i made a tiktok about that like don't be that (laughs) guy yeah because i was like still thinking about it i was like god don't be that guy (laughs) but i know i know jason i know you have some uh well i have (laughs) At least one. You got at least one.
1: I can give you one right now. Um, And let it be known that this this segment is directed towards the idiot customer. And that (laughs) that applies to every human being on the planet, because let's be honest, I'm an idiot when I walk into another bar. Anyone who walks into a bar, your IQ level drops Well, You can't say that. (laughs) I'm just being honest because the reason I'm saying this is because the bartender is the smartest person in the room. Meaning, A, he's probably more sober than you. But that's not always the case when it comes to me. But probably more sober than you. But on top of that, he knows his exits. He knows where his bounces are. He knows if there's a weapon under the bar. He knows everything that needs to be known in that situation, including what you want to drink. So he has the power. Yeah. Am I wrong? Thank you. No,
0: right. but I wouldn't say everybody's IQ drops when they walk into a bar. Everyone's an idiot. Let's just be <laughs> real.
1: So, okay. my my segment, or er, my, my <laughs> this, and by the way, this segment is to to benefit the. Yeah, customer. we're trying to we're educate trying to you. We're you trying out. to educate yes. you here. Yes. So. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy that if I or any other bartender is what we call in the weeds, that's when you're busy. That's when you got a lot of people at the bar. They're all screaming at you. Everyone wants this, that. Usually the bartender is going to kind of work like a typewriter. Start at the A and work his way to B, C, and so forth and work his way down the line. He's not going to jump around. So I guess what I'm saying is don't be the guy that is, while he is busy, or he or she, I should say, Waving him down, going crazy, screaming, and then once the bartender gets to you, you turn around and ask the people you're with, "Oh yeah, what do you guys want to drink?" I, <laughs> I That's will the worst. I if 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 I am bartending, I don't even give you an answer. Like I will immediately go to the next person. Like you are the idiot who's been waiting this long to get drinks, <laughs> and you don't even know what you want. I want to punch you in the face so hard that. I will show the restraints and I will move on to the next person. And when I come back to you, you better be ready with an order.
0: Yeah. Dedicated to all those wonderful customers out there. <laughs> <sighs> so it is funny because that's happened at places I've worked, too. Like Believe me, every, every bartender
1: has dealt with that at one Even point. Even though you're
0: dealing with a lot more volume out there. It's like when we did the live music at Andrea's, shout out, Andrea's no longer open. People would come up and do that. <laughs> They'd be packed in the bar, and you got old man Don, whoever, <laughs> with his wife, with Barry and all the Donna and all them coming up, getting the gin and tonic and turning around. What do you? What do you guys want? What do you got? And it's like the bar is packed. Yeah, it's like come on, man. But being all the old people, you know, they would um, you had to be a little more patient with the old people yeah, over there.
1: They're easier to deal with <laughs> than the uh, than the frat
0: boy who's trying to get his fucking, exactly. his, his girl
1: drunk. You know, what yeah, I'm
0: exactly. So, yeah, just uh, don't be that guy. And we will have more of don't be that guy segments in future episodes. This will be a weekly thing. For I sure. have multiple. Yeah. So this will always be something to talk about, honestly. So, in conclusion today, on today's episode, we are going to throw something back. It's a best bang for your buck bourbon, in my opinion, at least in this price range. Jason, tell us about it. Four Roses, yellow label bourbon. Excellent. Um, and 20 like, bucks right now.
1: Yeah, Total like, like he said, um, best best price point. I'm sorry, in terms of bourbon. Um, this, I would say Buffalo Trace is up there as well, but yeah, I, I'll take this over... I'll do a Pepsi challenge with this over any Irish whiskey (laughs) or good whiskey in general. But
0: yeah, at the time of recording 2099 at Total Wine, at least out here, hopefully in your area, it's not much more or less. If it's less, I mean, grab it 20 bucks. I mean, come on. If you are a bourbon drinker, I strongly suggest
1: this. You should probably already know this if you are. And if not,
0: um, throw one back with us. Yeah. So throw one back with us. And thank you for joining us. Salute.